hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello, busy, vibrant moms. I'm so excited to talk to you today about staying on top of all of the schoolwork, all the school things in the busiest times or in times when it's not so busy. It always feels like with school stuff, there's so many things to keep track of and keep on top of things whether it's a busy season or not. So in this episode, we'll talk about some fun ways to keep on top of school things and to keep on top of all of those things. Keeping on track of homework and tests that kids have, things that kids need to bring to school, right? How many times are you like, you have a note or something important that a kid needs to bring this or that to school? How do you remember it? How do you remember gifts for the teachers or the faculty? Sometimes there's a room parent who does those things, but also sometimes you want to do a little extra or maybe your kid wants to make something. Projects. Now we're jumping into doing several big projects through our daughter in sixth grade and then some in fourth grade. We've done different projects all the way through. Quizzes and tests that they have every week. And don't forget about the hundreds of school emails that you receive daily in your inbox. This part is the worst for me. I get overwhelmed with all the emails and so sometimes I just don't read them. But then I (laughs) don't have the information that I need on special things. So it is crazy and oftentimes it all makes my head spin, especially the email, as I'm sure it does yours too. So how do we as moms or dads keep on track of all of this stuff? It feels like a swirling um, tornado oftentimes. There's stuff coming out all the time. There are things that are due or not due or kids have all kinds of stuff going on. So how do we keep track of all that stuff? Here today, we're going to talk about some helpful tips that have worked for us that might also work for you. Let's jump on in and hopefully some of these things you can use or stick in your tool belt to pull out and use with your kids. So hopefully some of these things work for you. I would love to hear on our Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom, are there tips and tricks that you have to keeping your school stuff under control that all comes from your kids, right? Crazy. So 
leave us some information or a comment over on our Facebook group. I would love to just have people share because different moms have such great tools and different wisdom and things that work for them. So today we'll talk about some things that have worked for our family and hop on over to our Facebook group if you have some other tips and tricks you'd like to share. Number one, immediately after school, we do backpack check. So the kids get home and sometimes they like to do their homework in the car, which is great. Sometimes they do it when they get home. But when they get home, everybody brings stuff in from the car. And I just double check that the car is all cleaned up, that we have snacks or food or water bottles, my purse, things I've run errands with, all those kinds of things are all out of the car. Backpacks, waters, lunch bags, sweatshirts, all those things are out of the car. And sometimes I even have to look underneath the seats to make sure we got everything, especially library books that can slide under super easily. So get everything out of the car, bring it inside. We often have the kids like to sit at the counter and the island in our kitchen. They don't like sitting at the kitchen table. And so I offer some snacks. They know where the snacks are. Obviously, most kids do. They go exactly where the snacks are. So my only rule is that they have to at least have finished everything in their lunch. So sometimes my boys need to finish their lunch. And so they often only eat a snack or very little at school because they want to run around during recess. And if they eat a little bit less, they can get out there and go play oftentimes, which is crazy because then they don't have enough energy and everything like that. But oh, well, that's how it works for us. If they've eaten something, that's great. If not, then they need to finish their lunch and then they get a snack. So that's what we do. And as they're sitting there at the counter at our kitchen island, they bring stools and like sit on the stools and do their homework. Or they grab a book and read a little and take just a little downtime. So as they're doing that, I'm kind of going through their backpacks. I know it should be their job to go through the backpacks, but I as a parent want to know what do we have that's due? What things have your teachers sent home? Where are you on track with some things? And so I'm usually the one digging through their backpacks, the boys. Ashley, our oldest, who's in sixth grade, I do not dig through her backpack. She is in charge and is responsible for the things in her backpack. But for the boys still, I kind of dig through. They're still in elementary school. And so digging through, looking for pieces of paper that might have been left. Sometimes I've found snacks that are partially eaten and would have been rotting in their backpack. Sweatshirts that are covered in tan bark. All the things. So I just go through their backpack. That's the first thing. Number two, immediately after school, as I said, they do their homework. Now, this is kind of hard if you have sports right after school. I know sometimes you could do your homework in the car on the way to sports, or you could do your homework after dinner. But I love getting our kids to do homework first thing when they get home. We get it all done. I'm able to sit with them for a few minutes or actually stand by the counter (laughs) as they finish up things and kind of go through, okay, what do we have today? When do you have a test on this? Just knowing, okay, every Friday, both boys have spelling tests. Ashley has a Bible test where she has a Bible verse that's due. So knowing, okay, what is the rhythm? 
What do we normally have on a normal, typical week? What kind of things do we need to get done as normal routine stuff? So this helps just going through, opening up their backpack, checking through it immediately after school, immediately starting to do their homework and get all of that done. Number three is communicate. It's super hard because most kids don't talk much about school. At least my boys do not. (laughs) I'm always like, okay, so how did school go? How did play in the playground go? Who did you play with? What did you do? Which games did you play? And I get barely any information, but that's okay. And the same goes for schoolwork. Oftentimes it's, oh yeah, we have to do that. Or, oh, I forgot about that. Or, yes, I think we have that. And so it's always important to connect with your kids. And if you find that rhythm of knowing, like I said, that they have a spelling test every Friday. So I know on Monday they get their spelling words and they're able to start learning those and start figuring that out. But there's certain things that come home on Monday or certain tests that automatically happen. But communication with your kiddos is so important. So communicate as much as you can to find out when things are due, what kind of things are due, and how you can help them. But in that caveat, also, it is their responsibility to tell you. It's their responsibility to ask for help. And ultimately, the grades in elementary school do not matter. So this is when you want your kids to fail. You want them to forget a piece of paper for homework. You want them to forget about a piece of paper, to forget about this or that. And so they can be reminded that this is important and then they feel bad and then you can help them overcome that. But I think sometimes that's a stronger lesson than you picking up all the messes, picking up school stuff that's either left behind or dropping it off at school or all those things. For instance, our middle guy, one day I realized when I got back from Costco to load up things into our fridge that he had forgotten his lunch. So I could have taken his lunch and run over to the school and given it to him. But I knew that he wasn't going to die. He was going to be fine. And he usually eats three meals a day and snacks. So he's not going to starve to death if he skips a meal. But I knew that it would be more important and the lesson would be a little stronger if he didn't have his lunch and he suddenly had to go without food at lunchtime or think about another way to figure something out. So as we had predicted, he has not left his lunch again. (laughs) It may take a few times to learn this lesson, but so far I'm hoping that that one time of forgetting his lunch and not having anyone bring it and not being rescued from that situation that he will remember to bring it. So the same with homework. Try not to rescue your kids, but let them flail just a little so that that lesson is a little bit deeper and a little bit stronger so that when they get up into the upper grades, they will remember that lesson of turning things in late, of not knowing where something was, all those things. They're very important. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, 
This inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Number four is to set aside time for specific things. We realize that we don't want to overwhelm our kids when they get home. So sometimes we hold off on certain things. They usually finish all the stuff that they can that's written. And then maybe if they have anything on the computer to finish, they finish that. Then they have some downtime and then we have dinner, but we save their spelling lists for later. We save some of those memory verse things for later because their brains are just done and they can only work on something for so long and then they're finished. So we save the spelling words and those kind of things for later. We used to save the electronics for later. Sometimes they have to do certain math games or things on the computer. And so we save those for later. But recently we've been doing just their written homework and then the math stuff or anything online and then they're done. We save the words until in the evening after they take showers and they go over their words with Steven. I love going over spelling words with him. He tries to put them into a story and so he uses each word in a sentence and then ropes it all together. And they love that. It also helps them in their brain to put things together. So when they have to do a story with their spelling words or interact more with their spelling words, they're super confident and can do it without a problem. So set aside time for specific things. You don't have to get everything done at one point. Sometimes you just need to take a break, do what you can, and then take a deep breath, but take time for certain things. Number five kind of goes along with this is to set boundaries. I know my daughter likes to work ahead a lot and so she's often doing something that is requiring more time and more energy than she has allotted for that day in finishing homework, especially on Monday where she's trying to get more things done for the whole week. And so we've encouraged her to get the stuff that's done first thing and then work on the stuff that's due the rest of the week. And to set aside time where maybe she works really hard for two hours and then it's time for dinner. Because after a while, your brain just can't concentrate. So make sure that you set some boundaries as far as time, as far as working really hard. We have found that those boundaries are super helpful because after a couple hours from getting home from school, taking a few deep breaths, then working on homework for a couple hours, they are done. They're mentally done. And so we found that they just need to take a little break have some dinner, and then maybe finish up homework or do some spelling words later. So make sure that you set boundaries and take little breaks. Number six, try to work ahead. As I said, Ashley loves to work ahead. The boys do too. They often like to get everything done the first day. So on Monday, it's always crazy because they're trying to finish everything for the whole week, which is a good strategy, which I'm super excited that they do because the more that you can work ahead and the more that you can do right away, the less you have to do later. 
But sometimes they run out of time or they're realizing, oh, this took longer than I thought. And then I also have this to do. So just make sure if they do work ahead that they have enough time to do it. Number seven, packing up the backpack the night before. These have definitely helped us just stay on top of everything. If there's something that's due, like an apple for the teacher or a special snack or bringing something or bringing a book or a stuffed animal or something special to wear, all kinds of crazy things that your kids bring, right? If there's something that we have to bring, we pack it up the night before in their backpack or put it in the car the night before so that it's all ready to go and we don't have to think about it. It's really been huge packing up the backpacks the night before. I have the kids check their backpacks and we're trying to learn a routine of is your backpack ready? Is your stuff ready for the next day? And so keeping them in mind of trying to be organized and on top of things. So definitely pack up the backpacks the night before. Number eight is to network with other moms to find out the news and the inside scoop and the current school events. This is so helpful to stay on top of things for school is to have a really good kind of spidey sense and connection with other families and friends and moms because sometimes you will miss something oftentimes I do and so another mom can remind me hey I think there's a play date after school on Friday or oh we have the Christmas party that's coming up did you get anything for the teacher are you bringing anything how is that going do they need help we need to sign up for this musical or have you gotten this vaccination form or all kinds of stuff so It's super helpful to have other moms that are just in your corner that are all going through the same thing and to network with them just in case you forget things and you will find out much more information than you thought you would. So for me, that's been super helpful to network with other moms that go to the school, check in and find out if your kid's not very good at communicating, to text another mom who has a kid in that same class and ask her, By the way, do they have a quiz on Friday? I can't figure out if they have a spelling quiz or not. And it's super duper helpful. Number nine is to keep up on all the emails daily or at least skim through them. This is where I kind of drop the ball. There's so many emails. I just get overwhelmed with all the emails from both schools. I usually get about 10 to 20 emails per day from each school and I feel like, Oh my gosh, what is all this? I don't have a lot of time to read through all the emails, but I have found that when I'm sitting in the car line waiting for the kids, I go through my email and it's a lot easier. I just focus on that one thing. You can do what works for you, but try to just skim through or at least be aware of what things are coming up and what emails are super important. Number 10, Just a bonus is that the really important information that the school wants you to know, you will get a hundred emails about and reminders and other forms of communication and flyers and your kids will tell you because their teacher has told them to tell you. So if it's really, really important, you will know about it. So just keep your eyes and ears open, listen for what's around, for other 
families, from teachers, from communication, and just give yourself a little bit of grace. Because as I said, if it's really important, this school will remind you a hundred more times. So take a deep breath and don't stress too much. We'll just go over these real quick, just in case you are writing them down or want to go further and remember them more. Number one is to immediately after school, check your kid's backpack, go through it with them and have them pull everything out. Number two is to immediately after school, do homework if it's possible. If they're racing off to sports, maybe they can get a little bit done before they go and then not have as much afterwards. Number three, communicate. Do what you can to help your kids communicate about what they have at school, what has been done, etc., etc. Also, bribes can help in this situation. If you um, have kids that don't like to talk a whole lot, sometimes you can bribe them with their favorite snack and say, okay, let's just have a snack and you just tell me what went on today. Tell me about what things are due and all those kind of things. Number four, set aside time for specific things. So maybe you save some of their homework for a specific time in the evening or save some homework for a specific time after dinner and those kind of things. Number five is to set boundaries. Once your kid has been working for two or three hours on something, sometimes you just have to let the teacher know we're not going to be able to finish this or help your kids set some boundaries of what they can accomplish in that day. But number five is to set some boundaries. Number six, try to work ahead, but make sure that you accomplish what things are due that next day. Number seven is pack up that backpack the night before. Get anything ready that you need to put in the car that you need to take to school. Number eight is to network with other moms and find out information about the school, when things are due, all that upcoming information. Number nine, try to keep up on those emails or at least to skim them so that you know what's happening. And number 10, don't stress out. If things are really important, the school will notify you five million times and you'll be great. So hopefully these tips have helped and all the craziness of school (laughs) will be a little bit easier in this season. It definitely feels like a part-time job to keep up on all the schoolwork. But if you do your best and stay on top of things daily, it will be so much smoother and you won't have as many crazy surprises as you might. So good luck. I hope this helps you. I hope that you're able to stay on top of things, connect with your kids, but give yourself a little bit of grace knowing that You're all trying to do the best and hang in there. As always, if you could leave a review or subscribe, I would love that. That just warms my heart and is just the best gift if this podcast has blessed you in any way. Please come on over and join our Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. I would love to hang out over there with you and hear about your tips and tricks for how you get through the school season and anything extra that you have to pass on to other moms to encourage them. As always, thank you so much for listening in. Now go have a busy, vibrant day. If you
my mom's show. Please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories, and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me, and post it in your stories. Together we can change our days, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!